0: using this term a lot, uh, combined with ROI, we're using the term, you probably heard it, cost of doing nothing, and it's really important. So there is an old way of doing things and uh, keep doing it this way, or if you can quantify it and turn it into dollars, uh, and in our case, we provide the kind of a, a cost of doing nothing calculator to our uh, potential clients. I love
1: it. <laughs> and they
0: can see actually in the first place, they can see that, for example, with a thousand attorneys firm, applying, uh, adopting zero on the first day, will start bringing ROI. But the cost of doing nothing is over hundred million dollars at the end of the year. And they can have proof points for that on the first day. So there is no brainer for, you uh, Uh, change sponsors to understand why they need to have this uh, new automation
1: technology. So the cost of doing nothing is not zero. I just wanted to clarify that. Cost
0: of doing nothing, (laughs) nothing actually over a hundred million dollars for a thousand attorneys firm.
1: I love it. Olga, what's your, your target avatar of a customer and, and how do you, what's your best entree point? And are, are you still doing sales as CEO or is, is that something that you're kind of uh, really just overseeing at this point in the growth of Parlay Pro or are you, are you in the guts of it?
2: Um, well, to me, uh, CEO stands for Chief Everything Officer. So uh, <laughs> you will be rest assured that I will be involved one way or another in all parts of my business because for us it. to deliver excellent services, it all has to sing in unison and I'm a conductor. So, um, look, uh, we, we sell to slightly different audience. We, we, we sell primarily at this time to in house lawyers uh, to corporate departments, uh, we have seen and this is this is this is kind of a moving target to some extent, uh, there is operationalization of in house uh, practice and that's why you see the rise of legal operators that's why you see the rise of chief of staff Um, and that's why you see the rise of other professionals being in the legal department Uh, depending who you talk to you will get somewhere between 10 to up to 60 70 percent in the legal department not just being uh, without jd uh, but also sort of having other expertise being professionals from other fields uh, including data, including technology, including finance, including design, including HR—you name it. So the legal practice is running very differently, depending where you are in running your department and the evolution. Who is helping may differ. Um, sometimes it's office, you know, directly to general counsel, uh, depending how evolved general counsel is and how comfortable they are with technology. Sometimes it is in operations. Sometimes it's actually a junior member of the team who is technically savvy and leading the way. So uh, because the legal departments are evolving, um, you know, who is comfortable to have a sophisticated conversation about the technologies that is, is sort of a moving target depending on the size industry. And frankly, how enlightened the general counsel is. Uh, and you know, I, I would say our ability to succeed is highly correlated with that enlightenment. Um, so uh, with respect to you know, uh, how do you sell to, to that audience, uh, look, I do agree with Steve and Alex, uh, you know, efficiency, ROI, that's really like the easiest way to get anywhere. And you really absolutely should, should lead with that. I find that my conversation with in-house lawyers are maybe a little bit more evolved than, than my conversations with law firms is because, you know, as a, as a former in-house lawyer, um, I, I completely understand this—the the focus on solving problems, like concrete daily problems that your executive that your board that your, 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 uh, your employees have. So basically, I do think that this kind of the, the tone of the, of the top, the, the, the mood in the middle, and the vibe at the bottom really determines the adoption. And uh, really, uh, when we talk to the in-house lawyers, they come with a concrete problem. They're looking for a square peg to fit into their square hole. And, so uh, your have...
1: to adoption Olga and how do you get people to start using the product and expand once you're once you've landed a contract
2: so we uh, we have optimized and we that's a priority for us to be easy to use to easy to onboard to have a beautiful UI to make it intuitive because as I mentioned my initial uh, uh, kickoff uh, we have very high expectations as humans now because we have Phones and computers that are easy to use. And we expect our legal systems to basically be on par. Um, and so, in addition to having a fantastic back end technology that solves your problem, we spent quite a lot of time to optimize your onboarding process and, and your uh, use process and making it easy and intuitive and being, uh, you know, tutorials and everything being available. Um, very easily so I think that's kind of how you get to easy adoption you make it very delightful you make it easy for people to use and make people look forward uh, to being in the system you know when I'm um, and I'll I'll stop talking I know I can talk quite a long time but you know what gives me pleasure on Sunday um, is to look at my dashboard of my product and to see how many lawyers are in it on Sunday night uh, and the reason it gives, if, if, if you, you know, we all know that lawyers work a lot. You know, I work a lot. That's not a big secret. Um, but if you make it a priority to be in my product on Sunday night, I think I'm doing something right. Not because you overwork, but because if that's the go to system for you to manage your contract and uh, at every part, then I think we're onto something to help you be excited about contracts when you show up on Monday.
1: I love it, I love it. Alex, I'm gonna flip back over to you and, and your product helps people like me automatically uh, file emails in the right place and get into the document management system. And then my my other favorite aspect of your product is you help me do these horrible things called timesheets um, because you automatically populate a timesheet uh, for me based on what I do most of the time. And most lawyers do two things phone email and and documents and if you can track all those things which you do you you just make my life easier how do you encourage lawyers to use their mobile email app and and how does that change from the native apple mail or outlook for mobile and does this impact outlook on the desktop sorry compound question but we're running out of time <laughs> okay
0: so a uh, quick uh, answer. I would like to start with a quote from Arthur Clarke that any sufficiently advanced technology is undistinguishable from magic. And sometimes when <laughs> uh, users ask me how this thing works I like black magic. And there's no <laughs> question. Um, but uh, we know from physics that the best machine is uh, the one that doesn't exist, but the job is done. So I think the key success, uh, key, key component in the success of adoption is first ROI, of course, but second, ease, ease of use. Um, so in our case, uh, answering the second part of the question, we made the product so simple and so similar to what people are used to, so they don't see the difference basically, but the job is done. As you mentioned, emails and documents are filed. Uh, we provide the, uh, the automatic uh, filing and the time entry is being created and narratives being created. So in this case, we save tons of time and people just work with email as they used to work and with the documents as they used to work without changing the behavior, but the job is done. I think this is the key to uh, uh, adoption and expansion. I love ways.
1: it, Steve, how do you solve the adoption problem? And, and I remember the, the implementation at my former firm, and, and, but I think you know, times have changed and uh, we're now in 2020. I personally believe that as a lawyer, my ability to compete uh, in the marketplace is directly correlating to how many uh, really good tech solutions that I can adopt to replace humans with, with technology. But, but how do you get people to actually adopt the the technology they can have a license, but do they? How do you get them to use it?
3: Yeah, I mean it is the it is a, a challenge that varies depending on the kind of technology you use within a law firm. So, for example. Um, I don't know if Alex has experienced this, but maybe uh, you can get IT and some firms to just say everybody has to use this tool, right? Uh, it's a little, it, does, it doesn't always work even for document management systems, right? People save things outside the system and that kind of thing. So it is a, there is always a challenge, right? But different degrees, depending on what you're trying to do. Um, with with Kira, as I mentioned, uh, I think obviously um, providing people with the, the, the sort of, hey, this is going to Delight your client and help them understand why that is. You know, like it makes a huge, huge difference. And then, then once they're hooked on that, they'll they'll always want to use it that way, right? Um, We're actually, uh, I think you're alluding to partially the fact that we can't meet in person and do training sessions and any of that kind of stuff um, anymore. Um, So we've always really worked hard to make the product easy to use, as you already heard from Olga and Alex as well, um, so that it's not at all hard to get started. And we we have video. uh, d- uh, sort of overviews that are on our support site. We have, uh, actually just kicked off an effort to do even more of those like little shorter, uh,